welcome to the odd and offbeat podcast Hey, hey, eyeballs, welcome to the Odd and Off Beat podcast, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the ever-ragged Louis Fox. That's right. I'm like a good Ann or Andy. Oh, like Raggedy Ann? Is that Or Andy, saying? yeah. Wait, was it Raggedy Andy? I don't know what that yeah, is. Yeah, that What's was raggedy? the boy with Andy. Oh, why was Raggedy Ann so much more famous then? Because she was the first one. It was like, Ken is more famous, or Barbie's more famous than Ken. Oh, gotcha. They, and that's like some. I would think up there's stuff. other things that Barbie brings to the table that Ken doesn't. Wait, Barbie's a rocket scientist. <laughs> She's got a Corvette. Uh, what's the Strawberry Shortcake character? Was that a show? Strawberry. Yeah, it was a character. Yeah, and was a delicious a dessert. Too? I don't yeah. know. I'm missing all. All I remember is like Teddy Ruxpin and my buddy, my buddy, my huh? buddy. My well, and Teddy buddy, Ruxpin, my... you put the cassettes in and they talk to you. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's yeah, and then we would we would record Black Sabbath backwards, and then we put it in <laughs> our then, friends Teddy Rux. And Teddy Rux going, Paul is dead. <laughs> All right, how you doing, Louie? Doing good. Now I see you're at home. I'm always at home, <laughs> except when you're not at home. <laughs> it's funny because like when we got on this pot or when we got on the Zoom, I was giving you crap about never being home, and we did the math, and you've been home a hundred days this year. Well, hundred days. Into May. From May to today, which is the... I've been home seven. Yeah, so 107 days. I mean, that's not bad. I mean, that's less than half of the available days in the year. Yeah, but I will say that is the secret to being married 21 years is you're only home (laughs) seven years of it. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. I'm very impressed with your work ethic. Uh, I don't know if I could hold it together like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm out like, like... I, I've been going to junk shops all summer. I bought, I bought an ether canister. Sweet. Um, from a town that got leveled by a tornado in 2007. <laughs> I bought a magic box today. Sweet. What's in the magic box? A uh, bunch of really crappy magic tricks. There's two things I wanted in it though. Oh, wow. And it was antique or something or. Uh, it was in a junk shop. So how much did you pay for it? Uh, they wanted $60. And the lady go, I go, I bring it up. I'm like, Hey, I'm the magician at the fair. I'll, you know, she's like, Oh, and then I'm like, this is worth $40 to me. And she goes, let's meet in the middle of 50. I'm like, no, <laughs> like I'm a professional magician, man. Like, I'm like, who else has come in since you've had this to ask about it? Yeah. No I like how you dropped your name. Like you're going to get the, you're not like, you know, David Hasselhoff or something. No, I I was trying to give her like, context as to why she should sell. Hey, it. I'm perform. I'm the Carney performing at the fair. <laughs> Let me knock twenty dollars off. It worked. <laughs> yeah, I guess. And you bought it for forty yeah. bucks. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> did you spit on your hand and shake like a Carney we did, we, Carney we took, deal? We took the jag of glass and cut our palms. <laughs> Good man. Good for you, man. I'm glad you. You know, I was gone for a week last week, and it, it felt like. It felt like, like forever, man. So I can't, yeah. I can't imagine like, you know, you being gone. I guess your kid's old though. So but that's the thing is you, you, you get home and you're like, oh, Elvis is doing calculus now. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where I'm like, I get home and I'm like, Elvis is, or El- Elvis, Elvis is still in pottery one. Like, yeah. I'm like, 
Yeah, she doesn't call me dad anymore. She calls me Matt now. So <laughs> it's pretty great. <laughs> she calls you Matt and then she tips you. <laughs> so, folks, this is the rerun episode, and uh, we are bringing you a blast from the past. We're, we're spinning the oldies. Yeah, that's what I call. Uh... Is that what you call Elvis's poop? Blast from the past. <laughs> this was this was number one in 2021. Chicka chicka bow. All right, Louie, let's get to it. Let's do it. Let's get to some weird news. This story comes from abc.net.au. That's a news source more reliable than a tattoo artist with Parkinson's. <laughs> yeah, maybe at that point you got you got to hang it up. You got to hang up the yeah. uh, the old Pearson or <laughs> yeah tattoo gun. Unless you're like doing you know Starry Night or like you know the Scream or something. Yeah, Those things with big swirls, big swoops. Yeah, and you always want to check the hands of your tattoo artist before you go in. Yeah, you you're like do me a favor freeze hold them out right? yeah like no, no 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 it's not parkinson's i just haven't had any alcohol today <laughs> yeah that's the other way you want to go <laughs> so this is funny because this is the first story that you and i have both been like whoa this is pretty wild Pump the brakes on this bad boy yeah it's uh you know we're not weirded out easily but this one definitely raised the uh weirdo flag for us yeah yeah this is definitely um straddling our line so the story is perth artist stellark grows ear on his arm plans to connect it to the internet well because everything is connected to the internet now yeah my sister-in-law her fridge is connected to the internet yeah and i'm like what does that do and she goes oh i can monitor the temperature yeah my well my dishwasher has an instagram page yeah it's pretty sweet <laughs> stuff matt uh, did not finish <laughs> instagram.com slash matt's leftovers <laughs> story goes it has been 20 years in the making and involves the growth of a human organ but for Perth-based artist Stellark, it is just another project. The project started 20 years ago when he passed out at a frat party and someone implanted an ear in his arm. Yeah, they planted evidence of a murder. <laughs> someone planted uh, DNA inside him. And... The Curtin University professor is growing a human ear on his arm. People's reactions range from bemusement to bewilderment to curiosity, but you don't really expect people to understand the art component of all of this, Stellark said. I wonder how many, if he's tired of people going, can you hear me now? Ah, yeah. Who knew? This is what happens when you put sea monkeys inside of your arm. <laughs> yeah, they grow into an ear. <laughs> they formed a colony. <laughs> I guess I've always got something up my sleeve, but often my sleeve is rolled down. Because he wants to keep that ear... Uh muffled to the world he wants to keep his job yeah yeah they're like um no visible tattoos and no visible third ear all right dr frankenstein tone <laughs> it down a little bit stellark first conceived the idea in 1996 but it took another decade to find the medical team willing to make it a reality yeah well the problem was he didn't go to alivarez mexico <laughs> well he'll do anything down there yeah well i mean who what medical professional is going to be like help a person grow a organ someone that's got a boat payment dude. yeah right he's like where did he find these people off of craigslist yeah. <laughs> his crack team he's <laughs> like what's your experience well you know i watched an episode of er once yeah i've watched two episodes of dr pimple popper i once sewed my dog's head onto a cat's body <laughs> <laughs> boom you're boom, in you're in <laughs> 
They were recruited from around the world to insert a scaffold underneath his skin. Within six months, tissue and blood vessels had developed around the structure. The ear is pretty much now a part of my arm. It's fixed to my arm and it has its own blood supply, he said. What, does he get like swimmer's ear in that from taking a bath? Yeah, right? So essentially he, they just constructed a sort of metal or... Some sort of wire it, it, and ear. In another article I read, it was like a biological substance, similar to like a skin graft. Sort oh, of wow. Gig. Okay, yeah. All right. So it's, it eventually becomes flesh and part of it. Yeah. The next step is to make the ear more three-dimensional, lifting it up off the arm and growing an earlobe from Stellark's stem cells. And to think that, like, the, the government tried to, to stifle down the use of stem cells, <laughs> if, that, if that stuff had passed, we wouldn't have this. Well, that's the thing, is, like, he's just going to grow a full baby inside of his arm, <laughs> eventually. Gonna, he's going to be like, all right, now we got the ear. Let's it's do a slippery a slope, you <laughs> know? Once you start using stem cells to, <laughs> grow you, know, ears you know, help disease, like Parkinson's, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, pretty soon we're just growing babies in arms. <laughs> Slippery slope. From there, a miniature microphone that can wirelessly connect to the internet will be inserted. This ear is not for me. I've got two good ears to hear with. The ear is a remote listening device for people in other places, he said. I don't want to listen to what this guy's listening to. No. Well, that's... I always think this really narcissistic. It's like... Oh, my life is so interesting. People from around the world want to listen in 24 hours a day on what yeah. I'm doing. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't want to hear his his sweater rubbing on it. Yeah. I don't. I'm. I'm I kind of want to hear his lectures and his. Yeah. His, his, and they don't say where he teaches at. It's like what? Like what class does he teach? Like how to weird people out on a first date? Curtin University. Oh, oh, it does say that. Yeah, yeah you're right. Curtin University. I'm sure they're loving this. That, story. That's Australia's <laughs> University of Phoenix. <laughs> people will be able to track through a GPS as well where the ear is. It's on his arm. It yeah. doesn't come off. <laughs> Stellark, who is the head of the Alternative Anatomy's Laboratory at Curtin University, said the project was a sign of things to come. Yeah. That's... Like, you know, growing a vagina on your chest or <laughs> let's have a mouth on my back. <laughs> Hasn't this guy heard of Facebook Live? Like, that would have... <laughs> yeah. Probably a lot cheaper to go that route. Increasingly now, people are becoming internet portals of experience. Imagine if I could hear with the ear of someone in New York. Imagine if I, at the same time, could see with the eyes of someone in London. Yeah, but you don't want to smell with the nose of someone in Chicago. No. You don't want like, oh, that's definitely the longshoreman's nose. And if you were wondering about his privacy, Stillark said he hoped the microphone would stay on 24-7. Wow. There won't be an on-off switch, Stellark laughed. If I'm not in Wi-Fi hotspot or I switch off my home modem, then perhaps I'll be offline. But the idea actually is to try to keep the ear online at all times. I like the idea of putting a Wi-Fi hotspot device in his other arm, which is a bridge too far. <laughs> like... it, yeah, and you know, this is a real thing, folks. This is not made up. We're looking at a picture of a man with an ear inside of his forearm. Yeah. It's wild. The microphone has already been tested successfully, but it had to be taken out because of an infection. I like how it was successful, aside from the part that would kill him. It is hoped that it will not be a problem second time around. I like he was going going back. He's, he's con committed to this. I would have bailed on, on the ear and put an eye in my other arm. Well, I get. I, I wonder where the ear stemmed from because, like, I get, like, okay, maybe we're going to insert a microphone into my arm that I'm live 24-7 so people can yeah. listen to it. Like, I understand that art form, but, like, the ear is sort of like, uh, I, I don't think, know if you need that part. I think the ear was a project before the reality of technology oh, to put yeah, the microphone yeah, yeah. existed. 
So they're like, oh, I'm going to put an ear in. Now the world can hear. And then now, like, they're like, well, why don't you put a microphone in that? And the world can hear. Yeah, true. That's a good point. There you go. You get what he's laying down. Yeah. Some are, I'm just like, I don't have any idea what yeah. you're trying to do here. Maybe he saw the man with two brains and he's like, <laughs> I, I think I could be the man with three ears. Can you imagine his budget now? His wife's like, our Q-tip bill is 50% higher. Jeez, now I got to buy one and a half Beats by Dre headphones. <laughs> There's noise canceling headphone on, it, on the plane. <laughs> Uh, so what do we think about this guy? I like it, and I like that it weirded us, weirded us both out a lot. Yeah, it is like it's – the picture is a full-on ear. It's wild. What well, is he gets, like, plugs for that? Yeah. Like, he, well, gets, he, he, he gets, gets pierced, you know, well, he stretches them out. As he gets older, to keep it accurate, he gets hair plugs in it, so hair comes out of the middle. <laughs> well, there is hair on his forearm, so it is kind of coming out of his ear. <laughs> And we will post a picture of this ear online so you can be weirded out equally as much as we have. If I had this thing on my arm, I would, like, when people would ask me questions, I would just unroll my sleeve and go, what? What? Can't speak into the ear. (laughs) Speak into my arm. Yeah. You know, I don't get art all the time. You know, I I love art, but yeah. sometimes I just I don't get it. And this is uh, you know one of those things that I'm like, I yeah. Why would you do that? Just for you and me. To I get like, a reaction out of you and me. I, I mean, think. sure. I mean, growing something inside of you that's kind of cool. But maybe that, like, that's called a baby. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or maybe like you <laughs> it's know, a, getting pregnant. a weed farm or something. You know, like maybe something that's a little bit more useful <laughs> than something that an ear. Yeah, a weed farm. <laughs> I don't know, like you open up your stomach and there's like, you know, three bud plants yeah. there. Or got a solar power generator on my back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Charge my phone. That's what I'm saying. Got some USB ports. Yeah, <laughs> like that's something that like is a little bit more useful than just an ear. <laughs> You're camping and your buddies just all plug in to charge their yeah, phones. Yeah, totally, right? I'm into it. I'm not into this story, but I'm into growing something that's a little bit more uh, useful. Useful, useful body modification, and the, until like your USB A port is obsolete, now they're like, oh, god damn it, twenty years. <laughs> you have to have all these. Adapters. The technology only lasted a year. <laughs> you got it at the tail end. <laughs> all right, so we will post a picture of that, and uh, hope you're not as weirded out as we are. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Life Coaching with Randy. Before complaining about the shitty Croatian music, make sure everyone in the bar isn't Croatian. Part two. This story comes from news.com.au. That's a news source more reliable than getting a cheerful bus driver. <laughs> you don't get you've never had a friendly bus driver? No. Really? Yeah. They're always angry. I, they I've, I've ridden buses where I know the bus driver and he still looks through really? at me. Yeah. He's just uh, you know, calloused and yeah. dead inside. I think it comes with your job is to sit in traffic so other people don't have to. Yeah, you're right. But you're doing a good service. I mean you're helping people in general. Yeah. Story goes strange unicorn sheep saved from death by two cases of beer. That's the first time anyone has been saved from death by two cases of beer. <laughs> Usually that says what caused the death was two, two cases, cases of, of beer. beer. <laughs> 
An Aussie man was gobsmacked when he saw a sheep sporting a unicorn horn, so he handed over two cases of beer to save it from becoming dinner. Can you imagine? I would pay some hipster restaurant for a unicorn slider. I would be in. Really? It would make you become unvegetarian. <laughs> I don't think if it, there was a unicorn on the menu, I would eat it. I wouldn't trust that it would be actual unicorn. Oh, you would like like they just had a big scandal that sushi places aren't selling the right like actual fish. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah that makes sense. When a South Australian man laid eyes on Joey, the unicorn sheep, he knew he couldn't let such a rare animal end up on someone's dinner plate. Michael Foster is a stock agent. So so he sells stocks or does he sell <laughs> cows? Cow stocks. I think he sells cows and uh, stockyards. So, yeah, stock so he's, not, he's not too uh, worried about things becoming dinner. He just... Uh, Something that was cool and was like, maybe I can financially gain from this. Exactly. Michael Foster is a stock agent, but in all his years being around sheep, he had never seen anything like Joey. He told Seven. The unusual sheep has a horn growing from the middle of his head, making him look like a unicorn. And then now we'll put up the picture, but it looks like a unicorn-ish. No, it, it's uh, the horn is going. It's not going out like a unicorn. Like a narwhal. Yeah, it's not sort of protruding past its face like most unicorns are depicted. It's just going straight up out of his forehead. And so straight up in the air. But this is uh, these sheep are notorious for their horns growing in all sorts of crazy directions. Yeah. Like I have a taxidermy sheep head. Its horn kind of grew around and into its neck and up into it. So, yeah, these things are I can't imagine this is the only one that exists. But if so pretty badass yep so joey's mythical appearance comes from one of his horns not fully developed making one a lot more prominent than the other if you look at the picture though he's got one giant horn they've cut off yeah and that one's way more prominent than this one i think what gives it the mythical appearance is the fact that the horn is growing out of its forehead (laughs) not (laughs) like behind its ears I thought it might have been a joke to start with, but I thought, yeah, it looks like a unicorn, he told the news station. Once I cut off the other horn. (laughs) I had to see if the other (laughs) horn was real. This this sheep was just wearing a party hat. (laughs) If we cut off the unicorn's superfluous other horn and ground it up, it gives you magical sexual powers. (laughs) We can sell that to the Chinese. Yeah, they will buy that all day. To the best of our knowledge, it is the only one in Australia. When Mr. Foster found Joey, he was destined for the barbecue, but he knew this sheep was special and had to be saved. Oh, yeah. And in the process, he saved his own life and learned a little bit about himself. That's pretty hardcore Australian where they're like, you know what? We've never seen a sheep like that. It could be a unicorn. Let's barbecue it up. <laughs> yeah. Man, who, who cares? <laughs> so in- We don't play favorites down here. <laughs> this is real deal. So in true Australia form, Mr. Foster offered up two cartons of beer Wait, and got to take Joey home. There are cartons of beer? <laughs> like milk? I love that he's like, well, the beer is, comes from my family. My name's Mr. Foster. <laughs> yeah, I'm Australian for beer. I love that the there's a dowry for the sheep. It's like, <laughs> I give you two cases of beer. And my daughter. <laughs> and my daughter for that sheep. <laughs> The unicorn sheep now lives as a beloved pet on Mr. Foster's property in Burra. Since being saved, Joey has become quite popular around town, with people often making comments about his unique look. Yeah, it's not weird enough that he's the guy taking the sheep to the bar. <laughs> yeah, it's like around town just hanging out. Yeah, you'll, you'll see Mr. Foster at McDonald's with the dairy freeze with his sheep. <laughs> 
For the moment, Joey is enjoying a quiet life running around with the rest of the sheep. But Mr. Foster told Seven he expects Joey will be a big star soon. Yeah, once I start enslaving him. (laughs) First, we're going to get him in some commercials, maybe a CSI episode or two. (laughs) This kid kid could be big. This kid could be big. I'm thinking he's getting his, his own his star of fame on the streets of Burrah. You're going to be bigger than McGruff the Crime Dog. <laughs> we'll break him in, take him to shows and pageants, and who knows where we can go. Maybe Hollywood, he said. Hollywood, Florida. Yeah, I don't know if there's a big market for unicorn sheep. Because in... you can just CGI it. Yeah. And no one's like, look at that unicorn sheep. Yeah, right? I'm sure the kids will get a big kick out of patting a real life unicorn we might even do unicorn rides can you imagine like if this sheep was like super aggressive and like kids come over to pet a real <laughs> life unicorn <laughs> they're like what do you like unicorns well i did until he bit my fucking hand off <laughs> i think i think the idea of offering a unicorn ride is the australian equivalent of the guy with the van and candy <laughs> <laughs> hey kid you want a unicorn ride <laughs> it's, it's, it's in my uh, barn <laughs> it's in my barn <laughs> Uh, so what do, we, what do we think about this? I like that, that the guy saw something unique and, and saved it. Yes. I don't like that he saved it for profit. I don't mind that, to be honest, because like, it is super cool, and I'm fine with people sort of exhibiting unusual and unique yeah. objects like this. And it did save its life. And I don't, I, I don't mind that, but I'm glad he saved it. I'm glad it's accessible for people to check out. It just didn't say that he's, he's showing it to kids for money. But he's he, trying to break him well, in. He's trying to sell sell it. You know what? Yeah. Whatever. For two cases of beer, why not give it a shot? <laughs> you can make a hundred bucks on it. You two like, cases you of know. beer as a street value in Australia of nine million dollars. <laughs> uh, and we were talking earlier about the woman in the Mutter Museum in Philadelphia. There was a woman that actually had her own unicorn horn. It was a growth of sort of hair and that Isn't it protru- like dead skin. Yeah, it was dead skin that sort of protruded from her head, and it went down pretty far. And yeah. uh, they have. Sort of a wax mold of her face and what yeah. it looked like and you know so hers didn't go up like like a rabbit's ears they went down like a lop of rabbit's ear yeah absolutely so that this story reminded me of that uh but it's we'll post a picture on our website so you can check it out and what do you think so you anything else any other thoughts i mean while i'm against him enslaving it i would pay a dollar to see it absolutely <laughs> I'd ride it for sure. I would ride it. I'd ride that. You're like four times its weight. I don't care, man. It's a unicorn. Should be able to hold all weights. It's magical. It's been holding the weight of the world its whole life. Of the unicorn it can world. Hold my problems. Is unicorn just a horse? Like, would you, if someone said, "Come see the unicorn," and you walked in and it was a sheep, would you be disappointed? No, not no. at all. It's like the Fiji mermaid, right? When P.T. Barnum was sort of advertising his Fiji mermaid. He advertised it with actual women, women tops and fish bottom, right? Yeah. So the classic mermaid. And then when you show up and it's like this decrepit monkey, half monkey, half fish looking thing that's like, you know, the size of a football. I think there was something interesting about the dichotomy of that. Yeah. Right? You go expecting one thing and it's something completely different. I mean, I think that's that's a, more of a sell to me. Yeah. It was like, come see the amazing unicorn with two horns. <laughs> The dual-headed unicorn. <laughs> yeah. I, I like this, and I would love if I would definitely pay money to see this. Yeah, I'd, I'd pay the extra five dollars to feed it some oats. Wait, so you're against enslaving it, yet you'd pay money? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, oh, that's yeah, messed that's, up, man. That's you the can't, catch can't, twenty-two can't, of my life. Yeah, you can't be doing. Well, that. here's the thing: I'm against someone cutting off my head, removing the meat, and taking my skull. 
but I'll own a skull. Why would, Why are you against that? I'm fine, with, I'm fine yeah. with someone doing that to me. Oh, no, not while I'm alive. Oh, okay. Well, after I die, <laughs> which is probably the moment when my head is taken off. <laughs> for, them, for them to display your skull. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine with that. <laughs> All right. today's blast from the past folks we want to thank you so much for revisiting those oldies but goodies yeah that's from the like, golden years it's, that's like knocking on the door of the house you used to live in as a kid and seeing who's there yeah exactly uh if you want to see louis fox you can do uh find out where he's performing at louisfox.com and all the social things and you can get everything about matt at comedystuntshow.com or um on all socials at matt baker yeah i don't know who knows there's another matt baker comedian who I found out who he was. I watched a video. He was very funny. I sent him a message because I got a gig for him and I got a gig call for him and he never responded. I was like, oh, what blew you off. I know, dude. I'm like, what's up with that, man? So, you should, that, now you should reach out to the Matt Baker, the magician too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because I get a lot of magician requests and I had to change my Facebook to like, not a, I wrote not a magician. So it's <laughs> to like deter people because I was getting so many magicians who I don't know. Like, yeah. you know, who they look like they're amateurs or something. And uh, so I I would assume they're trying to, they're either think or, of cool. Or they listen you. to the podcast. Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Way to judge our listeners. And that, that is very true. I did, was very judgmental. But you could see how that was an easy leap to make because there is a, a well-known magician named Matt Baker. Is that guy pretty good? Is he a good magician? I've never met him. I think he's a math professor. Oh, gotcha. So very different than me. Yes. Yeah. He's one of those. <laughs> one of those. We get it. You're smart, dude. And then I you try do... to share your smarts with the next generation. <laughs> I want to do, I brought this up on the Moisture Festival podcast, but I want to do a Matt Baker show. It would be like me, the Matt Baker magician, the Matt Baker comedian, the, there's a Matt Baker poet, and then there's a Matt Baker British personality. That would be amazing, dude. What is a British person? Like, it sounds like he's like fake. Regis Philbin, but British. Oh. You know, he's like a Ryan Seacrest. So I, I'll try and reach out to the Matt Baker magician. Maybe we can interview him on the podcast. Yeah, let's do it. I'll reach we'll out. See who's more Matt Baker. We'll do Matt. Well, Matt Baker trivia. <laughs> we should have you two do like the newlywed game on each other. Make whoopee. <laughs> we should. All right, folks. Well, that's it for this uh, episode. We thank you so much for listening in. We hope you have a weird week. We're out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odin Offbeat Podcast. Stay weird.